The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And hello to everyone in the Bring Your Soul to Work community out there. It's great, great to be with you today. I am talking about a topic I love to talk about, and that is you are powerful enough. I know. I'm going to break down today some of the main reasons why our career and our life get off track. I'm going to talk about what takes our energy and what gives us energy. I'm also going to share a few beautiful client stories, and I'm going to share a fairy tale with you today. If you're one of my clients, uh, we have talked about this and I shared it with you earlier Uh, It's a wonderful, wonderful way to look at how our soul tries to speak to us, how our soul tries to speak to us. If you're new to my work and my show here, if you're listening to the podcast, I am Coach Mo Fall, and I am the founder, creator of the Kick-Ass Career Workshop, where we take women on a transformational journey to save their careers. And what we do first is build their soul back Because if your career in life isn't working, I can pretty much tell you what's going on is that your soul is not vibrant, thriving, and you're not feeling great about who you are. And that's not your fault. Here's a few things that go on in life. Number one, from a very early age, we are programmed on our limitations. Number two, We meet some people along the way who tell us things that aren't really that nice. And we begin to believe them. Why? Because we are a very programmable machine. As a human being, we have a brain and psychology. And we have an energy body and a soul. And that combination works together. But, there's a but here. If you're programmed not in your highest good, which many of us have been programmed, not in our highest good, it's going to conflict with your soul's energy and it's going to turn the power of your soul down. That happens a lot. Matter of fact, it's way more common than someone who's living fully in their truth and their soul's power on their own. The work we do in my workshop turns the soul back on turns the inner light back on. And we then weave that into crafting a much more powerful career. It actually works like magic. Because once your soul gets turned on and once you see who you are and once you understand the uniqueness that you bring to the table, you're able to show up differently. And you know what? All the people who live with you will notice the beautiful change. Your family and friends will notice the change. And it is important in life that you live that way because that's how your creator made you. 
But your creator also gave you obstacles and challenges in life in order to grow. And that is the essence of what we're going to talk about today. If you would like to ask me a question or get coached for a second or two online, you can call me here, 816-251-3555. And we can have a bit of a conversation about your soul, a bit of a conversation about your career, how we help our clients. We work with professional women whose careers aren't where they want them to be. And we started off with a complimentary career clarity call where we take you through a deep dive, an honest conversation about what's going on with your career. And then we talk to you about what is possible. What's your dream? Where do you want to go? And if we can help you bridge that gap between where you are, which is not where you want to be, and where you want to be, which is really where you want to be, if we can help you bridge that gap, we will work with you if there's a fit. And here's the beautiful thing. Chances are, if you have found my work, if you are listening to me, something is speaking to you about your soul not really being in alignment to your highest good. I was coaching some of our clients earlier this week about this. And it's very, very common for human beings to live in their brain. Pros and cons make decisions based on rationale, all of that is filtered through fear. Your truth is coming through your soul. But if you've been living a life in your brain for the past several decades, <clears throat> that soul is having a hard time getting your attention. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about today. How your soul is trying to get your attention and how the universe is created in a way that it's giving you some pain and discomfort in order to get your attention. Eventually, <clears throat> eventually this pain and discomfort, if you don't pay attention, could turn into chronic illnesses, diseases, cancer, accidents, other types of chaos and calamity may come your way in order to get your attention. So my warning here is this, listen early, take action early. Don't wait until the pain gets so bad that you're digging yourself out of mounds and mounds of dirt and grime and negative thinking and negative experiences. That is usually who we're coaching. We're usually coaching women who have spent decades paying attention to other people, not getting ahead, not honoring themselves. And truthfully, if you're a mother, a daughter, a sister, a spouse, if you have any other of those roles in your life, which nearly all of us do, you're also not the best of those roles either if your soul is turned down. And most of the time we hear from women on our clarity calls that they're not serving their family either. Either they're working too hard to prove themselves, they're afraid of losing their job, so every second they're awake is tuned into their work. These days, <clears throat> with all the work from home and obviously everyone has a smartphone, it's super easy to stay connected to work and not honor the other parts of your life. I've certainly done that in my career. And 
because I now know there's a different way in the last two jobs I had, I did it a different way because breast cancer was my teacher. Yep. 2008, I was diagnosed with breast cancer and that was my deepest, most profound teacher. Here's something I learned through that experience that I was ignoring myself. I was ignoring how I felt about myself. And the title of today's show is you are powerful enough, but let's just take the word powerful out of that phrase. What if we just claim you are enough? What if you claim for you, I am enough. If you're able to open a piece of paper, or a journal, notebook, right, at, right while we're listening, while you're listening today, I would encourage you to follow along with me today and write some powerful statements that you can use to begin to remind yourself that you are powerful enough and that you are enough. This will be the beginning of you turning the corner. This will be the beginning of you taking yourself to the next level. Many of my clients listen to this show and hello to all of my lovely, beautiful clients. Um, there are hundreds of women, actually thousands at this point, who have done the work on their soul, who have raised their lives up to the next level within the 12 weeks that we first get going. And then there's the next level, the next level, the next level, the next level, the next level. It is an ongoing growth. It is an ongoing journey to your wholeness, to your fullness. And I only have an hour to talk to you today. I encourage you to listen to the different shows and archives that are available here as well so that you can get a deeper appreciation of exactly how your soul and your humanness and your experience living in this time-space continuum helps you be a better version of you in this life. No matter what you do in the world, when your soul is lit up, you're better. Period. End of story. That's the way we do it. Chances are your soul's not too lit up. Most human beings on this planet are living very dim sometimes desperate, sometimes diseased lives. And it's not until some major fracture in life that we get the wake-up call or that we listen to the wake-up call. Most human beings are hitting that snooze alarm when the divine is speaking because we don't recognize it so much. Our divine speaks to us through our body, through our feelings. And this is a common misunderstood avenue of communication and connection with who we truly are. If you're living a life of hustle and grit, overwork, if you're telling yourself all sorts of negative things because that's the experiences and how you've been programmed, and I'm talking even people who seem to be very successful on the outside, myself included, I wasn't being too nice to myself on the inside dialogue for years. 
And my breast cancer at this point was 12 and a half years ago. I'm still working on the inner dialogue. I'm still working on loving myself in a way that I honor who I am and how I am and feeling worthy, present, taking care of myself, not letting the external world dictate who I am. It's a daily practice. It is every day choosing to honor my soul. Every day choosing the statement, I am enough. Everyone is enough. So when I say I'm enough, it doesn't take away anything from anyone. It's additive to the world. You know, if you don't grow in life every day, then you're perishing, you're diminishing, you're shrinking, you're going toward disease. Nature really has two directions, growth or atrophy. As a nurse, I learned a lot about the physical body, a lot about nature. As a matter of fact, the first time I really understood that you can control your thoughts was reading one of Wayne Dyer's first books. It may have actually been his first book, Your Erroneous Zones. And what I picked up from that book, even though it was 38 or 39 years ago, is that we can control how we think about ourselves. And that was to a 20-year-old young woman who was raised Catholic, that was a major shift. That began my personal pursuit in understanding the power of our interior world. And I'm going to have you write down two things right now. If you didn't write down some other things I've spoken about, I want you to pick up a few things that I spoke about. First of all, the statement, I am enough. Say that every time you're sitting in traffic, waiting at the grocery store, on hold, or somehow not being, quote-unquote, productive because you have to wait for something. Say that to yourself instead of whatever else is coming to you. Be patient with yourself and say, I am enough. Allow that to be the repeating pattern in the automatic tape player that's in the background of, of your mind, of your psychology, of your subconscious, that then trickles into how your soul is feeling. I am enough. Here's the next phrase to write down. Each day I either grow or shrink. Today I choose growth. Today I choose growth. And growth means you may be a little uncomfortable, and that's different than the discomfort of not listening to your soul. Growth means that you are expanding. It isn't always comfortable to your psychological processes that you tell yourself. If you've been telling yourself, I'm not enough, I'm not worthy, they'll never listen to me, I'll never get ahead. If you've been telling yourself things like that, when you start doing the I am enough, it's going to feel a little bit strange. It might even feel inauthentic for a few minutes. But 
after your soul starts getting a little airtime, a little light exposure, it's going to, it's going to thrive. It's going to thrive. Here's the next thing I want you to write down. Thinking small takes my energy from me. Thinking big gives me energy. And I want you to contemplate those two statements for a second. Because most people we work with, most professional women, are afraid to think big, have been told not to think so big, or they have people surrounding them who tell them not to think big. You know, there's a lot of people out there who want to kill other people's dreams for a lot of different reasons. We don't really need to understand all the reasons, but a lot of them have to do with the fact that most human beings are walking around with a big, big dose of fear in their heart. Sometimes that comes out like jealousy. Sometimes that comes out like trying to protect others from hurting themselves by dreaming too big, falling too far, etc. I've heard it all. When I left my corporate career seven years ago, I received all of that backlash. All of it. Every single person who I told. Except my partner, who was scared for me, but supportive. Every single person I told, you're doing what? Why would you do that? Uh, are you sure? You're, you're, you're not old enough to retire. What do you mean? What, uh, 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 what are we going to tell people? <laughs> That's always a good one. God bless my lovely parents. <clears throat> my dad um, died three years ago, but I remember for so many years he would say to me, people pay you for that? I said, yes, dad. Well, why can't they just get their own career going? I said, dad, many people can't. Here's, here's my father who was a, a lovely, lovely man with a very successful executive career himself. And ironically, he made a transition to be a lawyer at the same age I made my transition from my corporate world to be a career coach. And he still couldn't understand why I did it. <laughs> People who love you are not going to understand your dreams. But you are powerful enough. And you are enough. And I'm going to say this, and sometimes I get... Uh, little sideways with some clients who have big dreams. You got to bring your soul to life in a powerful way before you can lay down your big dreams. You got to do the small dreams first, but you're still growing. You got to chop away at the thing that's next. If you jump too far across the chasm, you may fall a little bit too deep. So what I say is this, bring your soul to life, bring your soul back, bring your soul to its highest potential place that you can each and every day. And your dreams in your life will get as big as your soul is. But if your soul's not big and thriving, you can't go for big dreams so, so far so yet. You're going to have to get yourself there. And that's the beautiful thing about how the universe is built. Your God's not going to give you more than you can handle.
And if you're not ready for the really, really big, you got to get to work on you. And yes, there may be some other skills and some things you need to do. One of the major things we work with with our clients is speaking about themselves, speaking on their own behalf. Because after decades of being shut down, that's one of the biggest problems, is actually having your voice back. And it's essential. If you don't have your voice, you don't feel that you are powerful enough. And you don't feel that you are enough. You've got to have the ability to talk about yourself and to articulate in a way that other people can hear the specifics of what you're all about, what you're doing, what you're accomplishing. And so many of the women we work with have gone a little astray with this. So many have been shut down for so long that how to articulate who they are and what they bring to the table becomes a challenge. So they have a habit of shutting down or of talking way too much to prove their point. Either way, one's too little and one's too much. Either way, the audience is not hearing it. So when you're feeling powerful enough, you don't have to explain everything. When you're feeling powerful enough, you'll be able to see the best way to say things. You'll be able to see what other people need. Because you will be tuned in to your greatest, greatest ability to connect with others, and that's your soul. This is also where your God, your divine, universal, infinite intelligence, source, whatever word feels right for you. This is also the place where that voice speaks to you, but you feel it through your body. Don't ever think that that gut feeling that you have of fear is your creator speaking to you. That's your fear speaking to you. Your divine creator speaks to you in ways that feel good not ways that feel cringy. Oh, I don't know. That's not your creator speaking. Your creator says, make that move. Do that. Submit that button. Click on that. Try that out. Go for that. Step forward. That's what your divine creator is saying. Take that action. Do that thing. Get the help. Get the advice. Get the expertise. Go for your dream. In the coaching world, there's a very, very interesting concept that we use. And that is the whole concept about contracting or expanding. Growth is expansion. Dying, depleting, atrophy, is contraction. I just showed some of our clients who are in a special um, interview boot camp that we're doing that I'm so excited about. I think we've done a great job with those ladies. Um, there's many, many social scientists who have studied nature 
and how nature shows us dominance through our body language. And there's a wonderful uh, social scientist, Amy Cuddy, who has done several TED Talks, and she's been quoted and sometimes, I guess, maybe even misquoted. So she he, she did research basically about uh, people who stood in the Wonder Woman pose, which is hands on hips, uh, feet spread apart. You know, the power pose. And if you maintain this pose for two minutes or other dominant poses, but this is the most one that she studied, for two minutes, your body chemistry will begin to shift. So you don't have to fake you are powerful enough. Your body chemistry will actually move in that direction because your body physiology is congruent with itself. So if you stand in a powerful pose, the chemistry of your body, the neurotransmitters change. And now you've got a little bit more testosterone flowing through your body and much less cortisol. You want less cortisol in your body every single day. You want less cortisol. That's the stress hormone, wear and tear. That's the thing that gives you uh, the your body's uh, tendency to, to gain weight, put on fat. Uh, it's the thing that, that makes you hungry all the time. Cortisol is not something you want a lot of in your body. So doing the power pose gives you a power hormone and reduces the stress hormone. You're going to show up so much better. So go ahead while we're on break in a few seconds here and do that power pose. <laughs> and I'd love someone to call me and tell me how awesome they feel um, after that power pose. You are powerful enough. I'm going to go through some exercises on this when we get back. I'm going to talk about some of my lovely, awesome clients who have done this. This is Mo Fall. Check us out, mofall.com slash live clarity. And why don't you book yourself a complimentary career clarity call and see if we can help you really redesign your soul, bring it back to life and land your dream job. I look forward to talking to you after the break and getting more into who you want to be as a powerful person. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. We are back and I am here to tell you that God is talking to you right now. Because your God wants you to live more abundantly than you are living right now. True statement. But how do you get there? It is such a true statement. Every single successful person understands that their spiritual connection to this divine, all-encompassing, all-intelligent power is fueling their decisions, their actions, how they lead 
how they run their lives. This divine, infinite energy source is available to you every single day. But you might be too busy shutting it down. You might be too busy negatively thinking about your life to even tap into even a, a, a small dose of it. Most of the women we work with have had a lifelong shutting down. And here's why we do that as human beings, because we're protecting ourselves. And we've learned all of these wonderful defense mechanisms that human beings learn over time to protect ourselves from being hurt. They don't work too well. That's just part of the irony of it all. The human defense mechanisms don't work. They keep us shut off and shut down. Human beings are meant to shine. Human beings are meant to be as awesome as their soul, which is pretty freaking awesome. And your God, your divine presence in your life wants to give you more. You might not have friends and family around that want to give you more, but your divine creator does. That's the destiny of every single human soul who is born into this world. And when you tap into that divine energy, that infinite potential, and you fuel your spirit, your soul with it, not only do you begin feeling powerful, you know that you are. And I'm here to say you're not more powerful than anyone else on this planet, nor am I. Everyone has an amazing amount of power within. The soul that you're born with, that you have responsibility to turn up, to tune into your divine energy source, is 100% your responsibility. No one else is going to do it for you. No one. Your kids aren't going to increase your soul. Your partner is not going to do it. Your mom, your sister, your friends. The Netflix shows that you're watching. The alcohol that you're drinking. The ice cream that you're eating. None of it is going to tune your soul up. You have to tune in and lift yourself up from the inside out. I can help you. My team can help you. Our approach takes it pretty quickly. I learned how to do this because I did it for myself after my breast cancer journey. Every single day, every single year since then, I've been tuning that soul bigger, stronger, so that I can live the life I want to live and I can help others live theirs. It's a bit magic, I'll admit. It's a bit magic. That's how our divine creator made it. It feels like magic to the logical mind. It feels impossible to the ego. Because those pieces of us are the smallest 
least powerful. And as a human being, they're the pieces that we keep turning to in times of difficulty, unless you're on a spiritual path. And with all due respect, if you're reading books, you're not really on a spiritual path. You've got to be doing more than reading books. You've got to be turning that inspiration into action. You've got to be turning that into real world, being different, growing, expressing more, more courage, bravery, doing things you've never done, stepping into your power and your truth in ways you've not done. Not randomly, not willy-nilly, and certainly not logically and ego-based. I always tell my ladies to get their ego and intellect out of the way, put it in the back seat. Those parts of you are not the powerful parts. When I'm talking about you are powerful enough today, I'm talking about your soul, your connection to the infinite intelligence in the world. That is where your power source is. Don't look for it in the outside world. Don't look for it outside of you. Don't look for your boss to give it to you. Don't look for your partner, spouse, kids to give it to you. They don't have anything spare. And it's not their job to make you powerful enough. It's your relationship with your soul and your divine presence that will make you powerful. But Mo, I don't want power. I just want to take care of my family and do good work in the world. That's what power is. There's perhaps a misunderstanding of the word power in the world because maybe we're thinking about it as being a politician or a boss or someone that you might not even like or admire because you think they're doing bad things in the world. Yes, there are people who use ego power and intellectual power in very manipulative ways, of course. That's not for you. Most of my career, I was witnessing leaders and, and managers doing things the wrong way. And I was committing to myself all along. I'm not going to do it that way when I'm in charge. I'm going to be different when I'm in charge. Now, I'm sure that many days in my life as a leader and as a manager, I did it the wrong way. But when I found the infinite power of my soul through my breast cancer experience, I found a different layer, a different depth of power. Not force or power over people, but power with people. Empowering. Engaging. I've always been a little bit of a resilient, tenacious kind of person. I climbed the biggest trees I could when I was a little girl. I tried to run faster than anyone in my neighborhood. I tried to beat the boys, throw as far as I could, skate faster than anyone. I've always had that within me. So in a corporate environment, we've got budgets to make and things to do and targets to meet. I'm ambitious. I'm competitive. I want to do the best and be the best. 
I share that with my team right now. We want to be the best coaches, the best coaching program. We want to impact and give outcomes to as many women as we possibly can in the world so that we can change their lives and they can then change the lives of those around them by being awesome. And we do that every day. But it's my desire to impact as many women as we possibly can. Because I know there are literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of women on this planet every single day who are in self-torture because they've not been shown the right way to show up and to light up their souls. So I do have a mission, a big mission. I do. And I'm up for it. And I train for it every day. And I show up the, my best self every day. I practice. And I bring the connection of my divine co-creator and partner in every day. I'm so committed to that, that that is the most important thing of my day. That level of commitment to your soul is what being on the spiritual journey is. In your 20s, as you're working through your career, you're learning a lot of stuff and you're probably wasting a lot of time being stupid and foolish as a lot of 20-year-olds do. And then in your 30s, you realize that you've wasted a lot of time being stupid and foolish and you might set out to grow and learn. Oftentimes, that growing and learning that we do in our 30s is bookish and reading and studying others and perhaps having the opportunity to have a mentor. We keep not getting where we want to go or we keep realizing that it's a little bit more difficult than we thought. So sometimes then in our 40s, we start really receiving the help and understanding what we really have to offer the world and we begin leveraging it in our 40s. We begin losing the aspect of what other people really think in our 40s and definitely into our 50s. We begin to then peel back the layers of who we are authentically and we begin to be that person. Typically in our 40s and 50s, we really come into our own. I happen to be an expert on all that. <laughs> Soon to be leaving my 50s. And as we get into the age of wisdom <clears throat> in our late 50s, early 60s, we begin to realize the truth. But it doesn't have to be that long of a line. The women we help who are in their 30s and their 40s are changing their lives forever. And if they've got young kids, they're changing their kids' lives. They're parenting differently. They're coming from more of a loving, patient space than many parents. God bless us all. I certainly wasn't a patient parent. And so we are coming into our soul's power when we are able to empower others, when we are able to let others be who they are and we are still committed to who we are. We're not caving any longer into the demands and the needs of other people. We're not allowing ourselves to be manipulated by their forceful ego and intellectual energy. We are coming into our soul's power. We are redefining who we are. Don't wait for others to give you permission to do this. Don't wait until you're 
later in life to do this. Don't wait till your kids are out of high school and then, oh, now it's my time. Don't wait. Do not wait. There is no time that's better than right this minute. There's a Chinese proverb, which I love, 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 love. The best time to have planted a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. So many of the women who've come through our workshops say, Mo, where were you 10 years ago? Where were you 20 years ago? To which I say, I was working this out. I was trying to figure this out. I'd love to help women as early in their lives as possible. Usually it's not until we hit our 30s that we really understand the depth enough about who we are and what we need to change to have the life that we want. Usually in the 20s and early 30s, we're trying to figure it out ourselves, and our ego is pretty strong, and it's a big part of our package. It's the way nature is built to do that. But if you're not tuned into your soul, you're not listening to the best parts of you, which is the divine spirit in you. Your soul has all of the answers for you. Your soul has all of the guidance system that you'll ever need. And if you spend your 20s and 30s and 40s and some of your 50s and maybe some of your 60s having your ego and your intellect direct your life, it does get a little bit more difficult to tune into that soul. I'll be honest. We get to work right away on all of our gals. We help them tune their soul back up. We help them see who they truly are. We help them feel better. We help them use all the tools and the techniques that are out there and put a basket together of use this, use that, do it this way. How about this? Daily practice, do this, learn this, feel this, have this piece. All of the necessary components. Because the bottom line is who you were born to be. That soul seed isn't wrong. It's just not germinating properly. That soul seed of you has a lot of potential. That soul seed of you has already been alive in many instances in your life. And when we help you see that, you're going to feel so much more you. When we help you see the times where you actually did listen to your divine guidance system. When we help you see that there's never really been a failure in your life, it's all been lessons, and you may not have picked all the lessons up. You may not have learned what you needed to learn. You may have seen that as an adversary. You may be seeing your challenges as something negative in your life, when indeed what they all are is lessons from the divine for your growth. But your ego and intellect can't possibly see it that way. So they turn it into problems and failures. And you feel diminished and less than. And you feel shamed and embarrassed and guilty over it all. Because you didn't listen. Not because of the challenge that you had. But because you didn't listen and pick the lesson. And if you do take the lesson you're guaranteed to get the blessing because that's how the universe is put together by our creator. Our creator has a very predictable way 
of helping us navigate this world. And when we pick our worth, when we pick I am enough, when we pick all of the best parts, when we pick all of the amazing parts of life within us, we're able to grow and ascend. And eventually that spiritual journey gives us a view of the world that is amazing. And we see it all functioning and working in perfect harmony. And we see even our most challenging and chilling lessons, like my breast cancer. We see that as part of our unfolding. We see that as the most miraculously miraculous thing that we actually needed to get our attention. And every time I talk about it, I think about it at a new level of depth of lesson. Because the lesson doesn't stop. The lessons we have in life are not transactional. Here, this happened, so take this lesson, and that's that. No. They become a cumulative piece of who we are. They become a dimension of what we bring to the table. I'm a much better person post-breast cancer than I was beforehand. I'm a much better person having struggled to build a, a business and trying to figure things out than I was beforehand. I'm a much better person having figured out how to run companies, grow companies, build teams, and build people than I was before. I'm a much better person having helped nurse my father and hold his hand through his death than I was before that. I'm a much better person having held my mom's hand and helped her through that mourning and sorrow and through her own health challenges. I'm a much better person because of that than I was before. So many people are not better because of all that. I'm a much better person because I lost my job six times. I'm a much better person because I had to figure out how to grow and come back each of those six times I lost my job. I'm a much better person because I've been there for friends. And I'm a much better person because sometimes I wasn't there for my friends. I'm a much better person for all the things that happened for my greatest good, for the lessons that came my way, sometimes screaming and shouting in a way that I couldn't even tolerate in the moment. There's very few words that are worse than you've got cancer. Or we've decided to go in another direction and you'll no longer be working here. Your father just passed away. All of us humans deal with these types of events in our lives. All of us. Health challenges, family challenges, challenges with our children, our spouse, 
our siblings, friends, things not working out, credit card debt, job loss, car accidents, surgeries, it's full of it. But you are powerful enough and your divine creator has gotten you through all of it. All of it. And now you might have in front of you another opportunity for growth and you may be shrinking. I want you to know you're powerful enough. You may be shrinking because of what's happening out there to you. And it is happening for you. You are powerful enough to claim that that thing that's going wrong, that's not the way you want it to be, is actually in your way so that you can go through it and grow. Because without that growth, you're not the person you need to be for your dreams. If your dreams are not in your life today, you are not the person that you need to be for your dreams. Let me repeat that. If you are not living your dreams today, it is because you are not the person you need to be for your dreams. So you better get at that growth. I've run several marathons in my life. And there is not one person who would ever just say, you know what, I think I'll run a marathon today and I'll just be able to conquer that 26 miles, 26.2. You got to train for it. You got to get up at 4 a.m. if you live in Florida to beat the heat to train your three, four, five hour run to prepare for that marathon. You got to get uncomfortable. You're going to have to sweat a bit. You're going to have to do the work to become the person who can line up on that starting line. And when the starter's pistol goes off, feel that you can do it because you've trained. You've got to become the person that you need to be for your dreams. You are powerful enough to do it. You may not know how. You, you may not have the training manual. You may not have the right experts in your corner. You may not be with the right community of people. That's why you pick a great coach. And if you're a professional woman listening to this and your career is not where you want it to be, your life's not where you want it to be, we might be able to help you out. I've got some free training if you'd like to check that out. It's mofall.com slash masterclass. 45-minute free training. It's awesome. Thousands of women have told us so. And if you'd like to see about working together, it's mofall.com slash live clarity. Book a complimentary clarity call today. And let's get things going in the right direction for you. And if we can't help you out, we'll let you know that. But if we can, we're going to advocate the heck out of you getting started and getting rolling. Your life is too precious. And if your dreams are not in your life right now, it's because you are not the soul that you need to be to handle it. You are powerful enough to get there. I'm telling you that right now. You are enough. But you've got to be the next version of you to get the next version of your dreams. We've got clients doubling their salary, leaping $50,000 over where they've been, landing promotions, getting bigger assignments, getting tapped on their shoulder for something more because they've become something more and learn how to speak up 
learned how to present themselves, learned how to really shine authentically. And some people will hear me saying numbers and salary, Mo, I don't really need to make more money. It's not about the money. It is because that equals the contribution that you're giving to that company. It is about that. That's your value that you get back for contributing at a higher level. It is about the money. And if you're afraid of money, if you're too shy about money, that's another problem we can help you solve. Your contribution in the world, if it gets bigger, so will your paycheck. That's the way it goes. The contribution that you are ready to give into the world because of your education, expertise, and experience, when you get bigger, that gets bigger. Let's get you to be a little bit bigger. Let's get you to play in your power. Let's get you to feel awesome every day. Let's get you into your power mode because I know you are enough. But you may not know how to get there. That rocky cliff is a little tough to climb sometimes. I know about that because I'm on it every day. And I'm helping my gals climb it very effectively. Let's get that for you. This is Mo Fall, founder, creator of the Kick-Ass Career Transformational Workshop, mofall.com. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth, and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.